welcome and hello. This is Tracy Williams and welcome to Inspiring Hope, where we encourage you to have only positive expectations through true self-care. I am your host, Tracy Williams, and today we're going to get started with Brittany A. Johnson, my special guest. She is the owner of Brittany A. Johnson LMHC. She's a licensed mental health counselor and the author of Get Out of Your Own Way, 21 Days to Stop Self-Sabotage. All right, let's get it. Let's go. Going to be, uh, I won't say an exciting subject, but very necessary subject. I have so many people contact me and say, wow, this is something I need. This is something that, you know what, I was just delivered from. So, uh, you know, I know it's something that other people need. So even before we get started, you know, I just, I'm thankful that I know God is going to pull down our strongholds and all the little, um, the, the defenses that we put up to keep us from thinking, oh, I don't need that. That ain't for me. Like, you don't know. So it's time to take a deeper look. We're going to do a deeper dive today for some stuff. So anyway, so let's, let's go. Oh, Kathy says perfect subject. Thank you, Kathy. I just love Miss Kathy. Uh, we're going to get going. Now, Brittany, uh, First of all, I want to congratulate you on, I uh, heard that you got a couple of speaking engagements due to your best-selling book, right? Yes. 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 And I don't want to botch up the title of the book. I know it's 21 days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us the full title of that. So the full title is Get Out of Your Own Way. And like I was trying to share it on my stream too, but I couldn't get it to work. So the full title of my book is called Get Out of Your Own Way, 21 Days to Stop Self-Sabotage. It's a long title. And looking back, I was like, I probably should have shortened that. But at the time I was like, nope, you know what? This I, It needs to be this long because there are some people who just need to get out of their own way. And then there are some people that it really is just about sabotage. And so definitely wanted to have both. Awesome. Yeah. And I think both of them are very necessary, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, because you never know what words trigger who or trigger what. Thank you for joining us this morning, Grace. Good to see you. She says, hello, ladies. I'm glad that you're here. Hello, Kathy. I see your comments now too. So hello, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us again. Now, if you are joining me on YouTube uh, live, be sure and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up if you like the content so we can continue to make more content like this because the purpose is to be helpful to people, right? To get you to a place where you have only positive expectations and you go from just thinking what's probable to what's possible and then taking it from there to thinking what's possible to like actually manifesting that possibility. Yes. Okay. So in Brittany, is uh, the owner of Brittany A. Johnson, LLC. She is a certified uh, therapist. I want to say therapist, but no, she's a certified counselor, licensed counselor, licensed mm-hmm. mental health counselor. So if you find something that uh, you hear something today and it triggers you, please, if you just need to take like a little self-care break and just kind of walk away for a few minutes or get up or exhale, then feel free to do that. And if afterwards you think that, you know, this is something that one of your friends can use, please be sure and share. Y'all know I always say sharing is caring, right? So be sure and share. Um, I have my notebook in my pen out today, y'all. Y'all probably can see. So I'm ready to take some notes so that, you know what, this cycle is not going to be continued to be vicious in my family. 
So if, if this is somebody that you know can help somebody else, please make sure that you share it. Share it as a watch party instead of just like the little share. Okay, so Brittany, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, yes, Yay. thank you for having me. So what, tell me what, uh, what inspired you to write this book? So before we do that, I know you read a little bit in my bio, but I really just want to make sure that I tell people what it is that I do, um, because there's lots of titles, there's lots of hats, but I just want to make sure that the right women find this this stream um, and that they are here and ready. So I stop women from self-sabotaging. I eliminate their negative self-talk so they can process their pain and be free from their mental prison and prosper as the courageous and confident women, whether that's business, moms, wives, whatever category of woman you fall into so that you can live the life that you were called to live. So that's what I do in a nutshell, right? So yeah. yes, there's the therapist piece in there. There's also the author piece. So all of that is there, but just wanted to make sure that I let people know exactly who I am and what I do and how I show up to serve. And oh. so, yes. So what led me to write the book was myself. Trent, I was sabotaging myself. So I set this journey um, as a therapist. I primarily specialize in working with women who have anxiety or trauma related illnesses. And so my friends and some of my family were like, you should really write about this because you're always, you know, talking about it and helping. I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to write this book, Anxiety. And the more I tried to write about anxiety, the more I found myself beat up. I, I was stuck on, you know, do I have enough education to support it? Now, granted, I have a master's degree, which means I haven't had to have a bachelor's before I got the master's. I've taken hours and hours of continuing education, several other trainings, but I still find myself asking, do I have enough education? Do I have enough skills? Am I certified enough? Am I qualified enough to speak on this? And then once I started clearing that out, um, because that there, if you're not sure what that is, that's what we call that our friend imposter syndrome. So once I cleared out that imposter syndrome of saying, you know what, I do have enough education. Here's the here's the degrees to prove that. Here's the certification hours or the continuing education hours. Here's the books. Here's the webinars. Everything and anything I had used I was able to look at. So here's that. So that kind of cleared up that imposter syndrome, right? So then it started moving to, well, it won't be perfect because I didn't start on a Monday. It was rolling into the holiday season. And so I had all these things about this isn't the right time. This isn't going to work. I need to be focusing on this. So then I had to clear that out. And then I had to clear out this idea that I, as Brittany, for whatever reason, was not good enough to present this information. People were going to dismiss it. Friends and family were going to turn on me. These are all of the things that kind of creeped up in my mind as I yeah. tried to write about anxiety. And so I just stopped and sat on it for about another month or two. And then I started looking at clients and talking to, you know, as my clients were coming in and talking about anxiety, I was noticing some of the same trends with them. So that's what inspired me to write about sabotage, because that was the very thing that everybody was doing, regardless to if it was anxiety or depression or whatever. It all boiled back down to we were getting in our own way. Yeah, that is so um, I can so relate to that. 
just full transparency like that is crazy. I'm I'm writing a course right now on um, self-care for anxiety. And uh-huh. if you think, even though that you've been in the business for a while and you help people with this every single day, you can just sit down and just <laughs> go straight like, uh-uh, scratch that idea. Like, it's not going to happen. So, but Definitely. I love it because it's like you're you're on this journey with God, you know, and like He wants to make mm-hmm. sure that you cover every aspect for the people that you're called to, so that they can know just exactly how to walk it out, right? Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes it's a little easier to say something. Oh yeah, I did this, I did that, and this is what it takes. But when you like walk it out recently, it's like I got the T-shirt. You ain't got to go to the store and buy it. I'm gonna show you exactly, you know, how to do all that. So exactly. So, I love that you you're really full transparent about this. That's great. Thank you so much for that. Um, and like you were talking about the imposter syndrome. Oh my goodness, we're watching this movie on Netflix now. Uh, the imposters. <laughs> so that is so funny. But we do go through that, you know. As women, I know, I know as uh, for women for sure, I know we go through like I'm not good enough, or I don't have enough, or. Uh, I'm not big enough. I need I need one more degree. I need one more of this. And I think that's why I started off the show with um, the fact that you got those recent speaking engagements, you know, due to your book. Because even though you went to school and you have all these degrees, it's like it still doesn't when you work in the field, you know, social services doesn't really pay that much or anyway. But you still found something that you're passionate about. You're still able to help and serve other women. Right. Yes. And then like do it in a in a greater on a greater scale instead of, you know, maybe that one on one or even if you have group coaching type of things, it's still it's still greater to be able to do that on like a greater scale. So, yeah, kudos to you. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah. Now, tell us what are some other ways that we can really recognize, you know, because sometimes we get caught in that um, denial stage. We're like, mm-hmm. no, not me. Uh-uh. And I know. But I know how to. And I've. I've because we think of all the things that we've accomplished, all the things that we've done. And so we're thinking, well, that couldn't be me. But what about that new project, that new thing that got downloaded to you to do? What about that? You know? So, you know, that's interesting because I just had this conversation with someone the other day talking about um, wow. this idea that once you conquer sabotage, that it's done and you never have to deal with it. And I, you know, and I had to, I was like, sorry, it's not true. Every level you move to, there's a new level of pressure that comes. There's a new level of responsibility, right? There's this new level of, am I enough again? So the cycle has a way of repeating itself. But the beauty of learning about sabotage and putting things in place is that once you recognize it's there and you stop that denial, you can move through. So one of the things you just said was, how do you recognize it? The number one way that you can start recognizing, is this me? Am I am I a person that is sabotaging myself? Am I getting in my own way? Is to look at and think about what are the things that you're saying to yourself as you're doing this activity? So as you are about to embark on this next you know, journey, this thing that was downloaded to you, what are you saying to yourself about it? Are you saying things like, yes, I am fully equipped, I am ready, and you hit the ground running? Or are you finding yourself holding yourself up, slowing yourself down, second guessing? And here's my favorite thing that we do that we don't realize is sabotage. Are you soliciting advice from everybody you meet about what you should do next Ah. and how you should? That's my favorite one because everybody does that. And they're like, oh, no, I'm just I'm just, you know, getting information from people. I'm just going to my trusted 
group to find out. But the reality is that's a form of sabotage, because especially if you are and, and this isn't about pressure or trying to be a perfect Christian. But if you truly believe that God downloads things into you, then you don't necessarily need five other people's approval if the one gave it to you. But we find ourselves doing that, right? Like we go to all of our prayer groups, all of our friends, the church mamas, the church aunties. We're going to everybody that we can come across to find out, should we do this? Yeah. And as as wives, as wives we, we go to our husbands, right? So we say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And while definitely you want to make sure that, that you guys are on the same page, if you find yourself doing that before you make every move and even after you've discussed it and you guys agree, like, yep, we're going to, this is the, this is the path. If you're still going back, circling back, questioning, that could be sabotage. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad that you, you said that. That's really interesting because we do. Uh, and you know, uh, one of my other favorite ones in the, in the church is uh, what people say, I just need a sign from God. I just need a uh-huh. sign from God. It's like, you still need a sign? <laughs> no, and I, and I do understand the, that sometimes it is more plain to somebody else because the other person doesn't have to actually walk through, you know, whatever it is that, that, you're, that you're called to do at that time because things can get scary. But I think it's important mm-hmm. to really start recognizing how do you feel about what you're doing, you know, and yeah. Will you be obedient? Because two of the most important things is like just obey, you know, just listen and obey. So just kind of that trust and obey that is going to get you don't have to have it all worked out. You don't have to have it all figured out, you know, because really God's already figured out, you know, all of it for you. So it's really a matter of are you going to trust him enough to just follow through and do whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing? You know, and then I understand also the part of you want it to be in excellence. But excellence does not mean perfection. So to yeah. me, when you start trying to hit, you want everything to be just right, then, okay, that's self-sabotage. Now, now I'm just talking about me, right? So my thing was, I have been wanting to do something for a long time. And I actually, I did it. I finished it one night, one nighter. And then and then the, I always found an excuse for, no, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to put it out there yet because of this. I'm not going to put it out there because of that. And, and all of that. And then I said, then one day I noticed, you know what? Uh, really, it is procrastination, too. That's mm-hmm. another one. You know, if you're procrastinating. It's, it's sabotage. That is sabotage. Exactly. So, yeah. So if you are a person of procrastination, you might want to just name it procrastination. That's fine. But it's also a form of self-sabotage, like Brittany said. And not only that, it is a time killer. So it's, it's a, something that is stealing your time. It's stealing, and time is something that you can never get back. So if you think you're going to, I'm just going to do it later. I'm just going to, but remember, tomorrow's not promised. And so like yeah. I was talking to one of my friends the other day and I said, you know, um, I want to get this stuff out of me before I head off to the grave because, and not that I was rushing it. And I said, just, just one project at a time, just work on that one thing, finish it, complete it. Boom. I said, because I don't want to be one that takes what's inside of me to the grave with me. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's Les Brown who always talks about um, uh, the place you can find the most gifts and talents or at the graveyard. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, but I think uh, that is definitely a big one that we got to start looking at. Are you a person that procrastinates? That's a good question uh, to ask yeah. ourselves. It is. Do, do you hold your are you 
what are really the roadblocks? That's the other question that you want to ask yourself, because there are some things that that legitly are roadblocks, right? Like if you were trying to, let's say you want to write a book and you know you need to pay for an editor, having the financial means to pay for an editor is a legit roadblock. But saying, I'm not going to start my book until I have money to pay for an editor, that's when sabotage, that's sabotage. So You're talking about me. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, I'm I'm talking about myself, right? So I'm, I'm not going to act like it's not me. Matter of fact, the other type of sabotage that I'm guilty of is doing just a little bit to think that I am satisfying what I was called to do. And so you do a little bit, you sprinkle a little bit out there. You put almost like when you go to the swimming pool and you put your toes, your feet in the water just to see how cold it is. And everybody says you just got to jump in, right? So sometimes sabotage is just putting your feet in the water. So you throw out a little bit just to see what's going to happen. And then you you pull yourself back. Right. And most of the time we'll use the excuse, well, I didn't get enough support. That's another way that people like to throw out and say, you know, which is really sabotage. I didn't get enough support. And so you hear you hear entrepreneurs and people who teach courses. They always say, identify your, your niche, right? Identify your target population, your target audience. So what I like to tell people to go one further than that is to actually identify who you're looking for support from. So is it a family member? Is it a friend? Is it a colleague? Like, go ahead and name that person in your journal or in your private time, your prayer time. Go ahead and name who is it that, that you are seeking this approval and this support from? And then start asking yourself, are they, do they have enough authority to be able to be that in that role for you? Yeah. I so like that you can that. start clearing all this out, right? Because the, the idea is we need to clear out sabotage. We need to clear out anything that is getting in our way of doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I totally agree. Or your job, right? Because sometimes we do this on our jobs and then we're like, I don't know why I got fired. I don't know why I'm not getting promoted. And it's like, why are you doing everything that you were supposed to be doing? Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I love when you, how you mentioned that we just do a little bit because sometimes our little bit seems like a huge bit to somebody else. And it could be, you know, what well, we do just a little. But, you know, you know, I think on the inside of us, our answers are always inside of us. And so we know mm -hmm. the full potential or we have an idea of a fuller potential than than we let off sometimes. And so, yeah, when we just do that little bit, it's like, okay, so I did something. And so when I say we always have to ask ourselves, is that a reason or is that an excuse for you not to be fully engaged? Because the only person that you're cheating, remember, is you're cheating yourself out of mm -hmm. reaching your own full potential, you know, and being able to like uh, to love people and serve people that you are called to serve and love in this lifetime. So that's yeah. who you're cheating is you. And so I think when we start to remember that, then it makes us think twice because it makes me think, man, if I'm cheating myself, if, if the Holy Spirit lives in me, then I'm kind of cheating out on God. And so, you know what? That was my whole reason for getting married. Is like I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to be a play. I didn't want to be a player no more. <laughs> so I didn't want to. I didn't want to just live with my husband. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't want to just like live in with him and then like play on God because I feel like you know what? It's supposed to be a three strand cord, you know. And so like when it is three strand like that, then nothing you know, pulls it apart. And so I said, you know, we got to get married or, or we got to stop this, you know? And so, 
So the marriage thing came together. So yeah, so back to <laughs> living out your full potential and just recognizing, you know, if I'm procrastinating, then that's a form of sabotage. I got to quit it. And like you said, looking at what are the excuses that I'm using or what are the reasons? Because there are some legit ones so out there. So I love the questions that you're giving us. Now, can you also give us a little bit about how do we pull ourselves once we noticed and once we start admitting mm -hmm. what those blocks are? Because we do have some true roadblocks, you know, especially when it comes yeah. to mindset, yeah. you know. So where do we get these mindsets from? So definitely when you think about mindset and you think about changing sabotage, the 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 work, the bulk of the work is is going to be mindset. So what you're saying to yourself. So my favorite thing, I talk about it any and everywhere, which is self-talk. What you say to yourself matters the most. You can get messages from God. You can get messages from those people that you're looking for, for support. You can, you can download and Google affirmations and have affirmations coming from your ears. But if you aren't saying them to yourself and believing it about yourself, then it doesn't matter. One yeah. of the things that I posted about this morning was... The problem is not what people are saying. The problem is you believe what people are saying about you. You believe whatever the naysayers, and it's always the naysayers. We have a hard time believing when somebody gives you a positive download. We have a hard time believing that because one person somewhere way back when told you you wasn't going to be anything, and that has stuck instead of the 50 people who have told you that you are going to be something. So, so changing how you talk to yourself and I'm a I'm an evidence type girl. I'm a science girl. I love God, but I'm I'm a science girl. I, I won't deny it. So what I mean by that is I look for the evidence, right? So if I have talked to 20 people in the last couple of days, I'm doing a survey in my mind of what they were saying. What were the messages that they were giving? What were the things that they were saying? And if it's 10 to 1, which most of the time it is, you would get 10 positive comments to that one negative, then I gotta let that negative go. And I have to use it as my evidence as to why I am good enough, why it is time to release whatever I'm releasing, why it is time to let go of imposter syndrome. So those are those are the, the top things that you can start doing that can help you change sabotage. Yes, that's good. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, so I just kind of like to hear back, like, do any of you guys have any questions or anything like that? Just make sure that you go ahead and post them. Um, in the comment section and that would be great because this is a good time to just like be open and honest and uh just ask you know some questions put it out there i did put out uh put it out there about you know if what kind of mindset do you guys have i know a lot of things they come from what we're, what we're saying but that comes from what are we hearing what are we listening to what are we watching whether that's on tv or the radio or audio books or whatever because this is like the information age right electronic information age we get stuff from everywhere. Like we get, I feel like we get bombarded sometimes with information from er everywhere. You know, the, it's yeah. like an information highway out there, you know, yeah. and so. It's an overload. It's an overload. So, so you really got to start deciding, you know, should I listen to this or should I listen to that? You know, what is going to be in my best purpose for whatever my goals are for here and for now, you know, for this season, because everything to everything there is a season, right? Seasons change, you know, but after every summer, there comes a fall, right? And after every fall, there comes a winter. And after every winter, there is spring again. So you just have to decide like what 
you know, what season is for you and like, what should you be listening to in that season? And then when we think about our mindsets, I think about, you know, like Brittany was saying, the things that happened in the past, but also about what has happened to you right now and with you right now. Who are the people that you're around? What are they talking about? Is is this what, you know, you should be doing right now? You know, even though these are good people and good friends, but is it the best, highest purpose for you at this moment that you should be doing and listening to, especially to like, you know, I know we can get on like all these Zoom calls back to back, boom, boom, boom. And the other day I got on the Zoom call and I said, shoot, in 30 minutes, I'm gonna have to get, get to going to work. I might as well, you know, get off here now and get to work so I could just be in one place at one time when it comes to, you know, just like streamlining my thought processes so I can get the highest information to them, right? And I think that's important when it comes to let's stop procrastinating, you know, let's stop the self-sabotage. So basically like we're killing our own purpose and we're killing our own time, wasting time. And when you keep hearing that over and over, if you procrastinate, you're wasting your own time, like you're killing your own purpose and your own self. You know, it's like you could be doing something much more meaningful. You know, hopefully it will bring some conviction. Right. And so and so you just said something, you yeah. something with with and you said it earlier that time is the only thing that you don't get back. And right. so when I when I just heard you say that, the thing I instantly thought about was there is no way that we can we can still sit here after hearing that and be okay with not moving forward for no other reason than you owe it to yourself to finish something that you're starting or to do something that you are called to do and when we think about this idea of calling instantly again i was reminded of something i thought about kind of a couple of weeks ago which is there i cannot in good conscience show up at the pearly gates and not and, and give an excuse as to why I didn't do what I was called to do. So if so again, if you truly are a person who believes that God is downloading in you and giving you things to go do and then you sit on them, how are you going to answer for that? Mm. Because so, okay. I can imagine that any excuse would, would work, right? Like that if the dog ate my homework didn't work in second grade then I can't imagine what you're going to say when it's time to be held accountable for what you did or didn't do. And accountability does not mean punishment, does not mean lack of love. It really is. Tracy, you told me you wanted to get this thing done. I'm just circling back to see where you're at on it. Yes, I love that. For doing or not doing are your reasons. And my, my, my feelings about you won't change, but you have to sit with that. Yeah. I love that. So you you said something that really struck me right there because I run into a lot of people that feel like they don't deserve to do well. They don't deserve to succeed. And I said, hey, that is not a growth mindset. That's a mindset where you're stuck, you're stagnant. We got to work on that. So tell us if you find some people that, because that, a lot of women, I mean, this straight up, let's just be real. A lot of women, sometimes, a lot of times ourselves, we feel like, shoot, maybe that's not for me or, you know, uh-huh. I don't deserve that. What do you, do about those people? What can they do? Definitely. So that actually is a huge thing. And I remember the first time I said that to a group of women last year and I said, you know, you do deserve. And, and it was almost like dominoes. Everybody's face was like, and so I said, wait a minute, let's talk right there. Then let's talk about this. And overwhelmingly women do truly believe that they don't deserve to have happiness. They don't deserve to have peace. 
there's this idea that they are only here to serve and only here to help. And so I said, you know, when you start thinking about the words that you're using to yourself, that will make or break a situation. So if you're telling yourself, my only purpose is to serve, my only purpose is to help, we've got to change what help and serve look like and mean. Because ultimately, we do deserve. There's no way we were put on earth to be less than. Yes. So the thing that. that you are doing to yourself is, I'm going I'm to challenge everybody that's listening and watching, whether it's you're watching right now live or you're catching this on a replay, start journaling today about what you deserve. And just write, I deserve, and let your pencil or pen do the rest. Because yes. we've got to start clearing out what's what's underneath this idea that you don't deserve. And that's not something that many people are comfortable putting online. So I'm going to challenge you to just write it. Yeah. And if you want accountability, reach out and we can figure out how to do that for you. But definitely it's time to start writing in and changing how you see yourself as a member of, of the world, a member right. of your family, a member of whatever groups you're a part of. Yeah, thank you. That now that's awesome. That's I love that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, it just it really hits the brain when you start when you start writing something down. It hits it in a couple of places. Mm-hmm. So then you start, you know, when those negative words come up, then you have a positive somewhere in your brain. You know, a couple of places that will go back. Those memories will just go back to up. Oh, hold on, let me pull this out. Wait a minute, I said uh-huh. this. Even if it doesn't feel that way that we deserve this or we deserve that. Some people feel like, well, I'm older now. I don't deserve to have another husband because my husband is gone. Well, I don't I don't think necessarily that's always true. And so right. and so like you said, happiness is a big one. Having joy is a big thing. People feel like they should not have joy, you know. Um, and this is a this is huge right here, the joy and, and compassion. People don't feel like you should have compassion on them or let alone give out compassion to other people. And so that's really important to start writing those things down and saying them aloud and looking at yourself in the mirror and saying them aloud, like, yeah, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be a best-selling author. You know, I've been telling myself this for years, like, hey, I deserve this. I deserve that. And you know what? It's it's like, it's so true because when you mix that with your emotions, and I think when you say them out loud, that's when your emotions get about. That energy goes in motion. It's like, yeah, I do. I mean, it makes you start thinking twice. I do deserve this. I then you're like, I can do it. It's about to happen. You, I mean, you start talking yourself to it like, yeah, I got yeah. this. You know? And then, you know, of course, the enemy is going to come in with the other voice, right, on this other side. So you got the angel on this side, little devil on this side, like on TV, right? And then it comes in like, Mm-mm. remember such and such said? And so, you know, as I always say, you know, pretend like you got, it's a, like a thought bubble. You know, you know, like in the cartoons, those little bubbles that yep. come up. Uh-huh. You, just take, you just take a pen. Here, I got a pen too. You just take a pen and you go, whoop, and let's go poof. Right? Uh-huh. So yeah. that's my superpower. If I had a superpower is to, to knock down those negative things, you know, um, that people have said or that I've seen and uh, images, especially mm-hmm. if you have experienced trauma. When people have experienced yeah. trauma, I mean, those are some legitimate uh, reasons to believe that, um, especially if you've seen it over and over again, and you've yeah. been taught the opposite of what you've seen. Like, so I won't mention it, but I'm just saying because I don't want y'all to get too triggered. But, but if you seen the opposite, if people are seeing the opposite of what you see, and so it makes you question yourself. It makes you wonder, dang, I'm really, I really am stupid, or I, what I'm saying is, it doesn't make sense. And so, 
that's what we call the simple form of brainwashing. And so if that's happened to you, you definitely need to reach out to Miss Brittany A. Johnson right there, LLC, just saying, Brittany A. Johnson, and, and uh, you know, set up a session with her, right? Now, so Brittany, shoot, we went out of time. Dang, I knew it was going to go by fast, but you know what? This is a, a juicy subject. I love this subject because, you know, it's just something that we actually, we really do need. And so, okay, so let me move on to the next one before I go there. Okay, so that's um, and so accountability is another big one, and so I just want to hear from you guys. Do you have accountability apart uh partners? Can you just put something, drop a comment in the box? You know, you can put one for yes and two for no, or you can put yes or no, whichever one you're most comfortable with. Because you know, I want to encourage you if you don't have an accountability partner, get one. It's really important, and it keeps you on task. And you know what? It, it helps you not waste time. It makes you want to uh because we have something inside of something natural that makes us want to please others and so you know maybe not all the time but there's something that says i want to do good you know i want to be right or i want to look good you know if we just be honest sometimes we just we just want to do good so i got a couple of accountability partners in for me so i'm gonna put one in the box for me so i'm just saying so yeah let us know i have several accountability partners i have several people that you know, I, I have in my tribe that I that give me feedback back as well, because that's that's also something I know we didn't get to touch on that. But when you're creating kind of this tribe or you're creating people that can and will hold you accountable, you want to have all types of people there, but not too many. Right. So maybe no more than five or six people that you're considering the tribe that can give you information and you're going to take information from them, maybe five. Less is less is good, right? Because you don't want too many people in there. Um, but the number one thing is being able to love yourself enough to hold yourself accountable. Because you can have, and I'm going to tell you this from personal experience, full transparency here. You can have multiple accountability partners and still never reach any, never reach a goal, never finish anything, never start anything. Because if you yourself, and this was me for a little while. If I when I didn't feel like I deserved it, when I didn't feel like I was good enough, when I didn't feel like things were perfect and I didn't have something and the something would be small. One time it literally was, <clears throat> excuse me, one time it literally was I couldn't find the shirt I wanted to wear on camera. And I let that cause me to cancel an entire speaking engagement because I couldn't find a shirt. And after that, I had to sit with myself and, and hold myself accountable to that was ridiculous. Didn't, no one cared about what shirt you had on. They were there to hear what was coming out of your mouth. And there were several women that were going to be at that event that really probably needed what I had. So when we rescheduled it, they even let me know, like, I really needed this message. I needed it months ago, but I, I'm glad I got it now. And that made me feel horrible because, like you said, there is a part of us that wants to please but for me, it even went deeper to this is a calling. I did not want to be a therapist. Mm -hmm. I did not want to be a public speaker. I did not want to write a book about sabotage. I'm being honest. I didn't want to do any of that. But God told me I had to. And every time I tried not to, something else would happen. So yeah. you can keep running if you want to. But trust me, from personal experience, he will find a way to sit you down and tell you what you need to do. Even when it was time for me to go to college to be a, a be a therapist, I was working at a company and I was making really good money. My you know life was great, 
And he kept saying, I want you to go do this. I want you to go do this. And I was like, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. And so finally the job ended. So sometimes it'll happen by force. But what I learned then and I've learned over the years is if this is truly the assignment, then I cannot run from it because that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. So I have to hold yeah. myself accountable. So I'm going to challenge you all in your private time to hold yourself accountable and remind yourself that you do deserve it. And if you yeah. need to repeat it over and over again until you believe it, then you do that. I had to let myself know every day, here's why I deserve for, for 21 days, right? So for part of one of my 21 day things was literally why I deserve. And yeah. if that's what you need to do, then that's what you do for yourself. No one but you and God has to know yeah. if you're worried about people knowing. Yeah, I like that. Whatever it is, right? Clear it right. out. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I just want to pause for a second right there because that, you know what, that's a big chunk to even think about, let alone process it and remember it. So I put something in the comment asking, like, do you, have you ever had an, uh, an assignment or, an ex you know, something that God gave you to do, something on your heart that you know you're supposed to do, something that you really feel you know, driven and passionate to do, but you something stops you. You didn't do it for whatever reason or mm -hmm. for whatever excuse. Because if it's not a reason, it's definitely an excuse. Yeah. Now, and if you, you know, can be brave enough, just put a yes or no in the comment box. You know, I mean, you know what? It's it's good to get real. Yeah, it's it's really between you and God. I get that. But mm -hmm. it's something about when you put it out there in the atmosphere. Definitely. Then the atmosphere causes things that, to happen so that you change, you know, when you make yourself accountable and you say to somebody else, look, if I say to Brittany, hey, Brittany, within the next 30 days, girl, I want to stop procrastinating. Then you know what? When she gets back to me, you know, just the fact that. No. OK, so let me make something more real to you guys. So a lot of you guys know Marilyn Chapel, right? She's my accountability partner on finances. And so every Monday morning, I know I'm going to talk to Marilyn. So when Sunday comes, if I haven't done what I'm supposed to do, my mind is going, oh, my God, let me get here and get to this computer. Right. Yeah. And get it done. You know, because I don't want to let her down. I don't want her to feel like she's wasting her time. I don't want to feel like she's wasting her energy. Now, hear mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I don't want her to feel this certain way. And this is what, exactly what happens to you when you self-sabotage, when you procrastinate, is you're doing the same thing to you. The things that you don't want another person to feel, those are things that you're doing to yourself. Yeah. And so when you're talking about taking a deeper dive, being able to just admit the fact that, shoot, I need an accountability partner. I don't have one. You know, putting that out there, you know, on Facebook Live or on YouTube Live, whichever one that you're watching from, that's a big deal. You know, and that says, you know, it's almost like I'm showing God, you know what? I want to show up for this thing. I want to, mm -hmm. I want to, I want to go ahead and be brave, get out of my scaredy cat box and, <laughs> and, just, and just do it, you know? And I know a lot of you already do have accountability partners and that's a great thing too. But if you don't, I want to encourage you to get one. So shoot, this time went by really fast. Um... Okay, so I guess one of my last big questions is to ask uh, to ask you, like, okay, so if we if we do need that support and we're not getting it from where we need to get it from, what are some suggestions of ideas of what we can 
how we can think about pulling that support system out for ourselves. Definitely. So write down what you need. So write down when you think about accountability, when you think about someone helping you in that way, write down what you need and then go through. And this sometimes feels odd for people to do, but go through and look at the people who are currently in your life and, and look at their skill set, what you've seen them do for other people, what you see them do or, you know, they do in their professional world and see if anybody in your fam in your circle, family, friends, whatever your circle is. Do they have those skills that you are looking for? Do they have what you need? And if they do, then that then you you seek them to be your accountability for that task, right? Like you said, you have someone for finances, so you might have somebody for other things because oh, yeah. it's hard to find somebody all in one. So you might have people doing all kinds of things for you. If you don't have that in your circle, then you start looking for where you can get it. So you start looking, are there people in my church family? Or do I need to go all the way to Googling and paying someone to be that for me? Because sometimes we do. Sometimes we need to pay somebody because that person is going to give you a little bit different than a family or friend would. Because that's their job. That's what they you know, they have the skill set in. They're going to know and know how to say certain things to you and in a different way. So sometimes you do need to go outside of your your close circle to get that. So, so do that. That's how you start looking and finding what you need for accountability. Yeah, thank you. I really love that. That's great. I see that yeah. coming here. Uh, Karen, I see you. Yes, yes, yes. That that is. I use that example in my book about weight loss. So Karen is talking about um, how we self sabotage with our diet and and other things. That is the number one area when I start talking about sabotage, typically that I start because everybody can resonate with. Yes. At one point I said I wanted to lose weight or I wanted to get, you know, physically healthy and I made it a week or I made it two weeks and I stopped. So the thing is, and we talk about the 21 days, it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. So whatever you're going to commit to, you're going to commit to the full 21 days. So for from now until 21 days from now. Every day you're doing something intentionally towards that goal. Yeah. So you have caring, definitely. Prayer would definitely help you. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Karen, for being so vulnerable and putting it out there. Yeah. It takes a lot of bravery to do that. And I know a lot of people they jump on the live and they listen, but there you oh, yeah. their name in the hat there. So that yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for joining us. I know that this went really quick and we're out of time, but I really appreciate it. I'm really thankful for all the uh, things that are happening with you. I wish you the best. I hope you get some more speaking gigs and uh, appreciate your book. Now, your book is found on Amazon.com, right? Yes, and it's also on my website, uh, BrittanyAJohnsonLMHC.com. So you can go there and purchase directly from me or from Amazon. Both links are there. Um, you can also follow me on social media, um, Brittany A. Johnson LMAC, on Instagram and Facebook. And then I have a podcast that I release episodes every week that's called Get Out of Your Own Way with Brittany A. Johnson. So in that podcast, they are short. I try to keep the episodes 20 minutes or less. Um, and they are all impactful and all related to something that we can do to get out of our own way. 
Okay, so I just put that in a comment. Uh, Brittany A. Johnson, LMHC.com, mm -hmm. in her podcast. So please make sure you guys check that out. And how much is the book on Amazon? The book is $15 on Amazon for the printed copy and $4 for the ebook for on Kindle. Okay, love it. I love it. Thank you again for joining me. Thank you, guys. If you watch this on the replay, please put in hashtag replay for me. I really appreciate that. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. This is going to be a super fantastic weekend. Yes, I'm getting cocktails, so I'm excited. <laughs> enjoy it. All right. Thank you. Bless you all. Thanks. Bye.